Water heaters are just plain dumb. They're designed to keep your water hot whether you need it or not. And that can mean lots of wasted energy. But there's a quick fix that's easy and inexpensive. Read how to install a water heater blanket when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Standing by at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Call us right now to tell us your home improvement story. You got a question? You got a story about a project that you started and maybe didn't go in the right direction? Call us. We'd love to help you get the job done. 1-888-MONEYPIT. The website is moneypit.com. Well, Leslie, we've all seen the building boom across the country. There are new homes going up everywhere you look. But before you buy a newly built home or even one that's, say, slightly used, you need to find out as much as you can about that builder. Well, for example, did you know that water damage from faulty installation of doors and windows is the most expensive and common construction defect in America? Coming up later this hour, we'll find out how to protect yourself from shoddy construction and be assured of a quality job on the home you're buying. And this hour, we're giving away a peerless two-handle lavatory faucet worth 65 bucks to a caller who gets on the air with their home improvement question. So let's go right to the phones. Leslie, who's first? Paul in Virginia has a noisy problem. What's going on? The toilets are making some kind of noise when they're filling? Yes, actually. Uh, we bought the house brand new about eight years ago. And back then, when you would flush the toilet, it would take literally 10 to 15 seconds for the tank to fill back up and mm. for the water to shut off, completing its cycle. Okay. Uh, now when you flush the toilet, it takes well over 60 seconds, a minute, wow. for it to fill. Have you ever replaced the fill or the flush valve inside the toilet? Oh, okay. Well, Paul, toilets need actual, like, annual maintenance. Wouldn't you recommend, Tom? (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe not every year, but the thing is, if you've had an 8-year-old fill or flush valve in there, you're way past due, dude. you got to replace those valves. The good news is it's not that hard to do. You mean, you basically go out and pick up one of those Fluid Master fill and flush valves. You can pick one up at your local Home Depot or at your local hardware store, and you turn the water off to the toilet, follow the instructions on how to pull out that fill valve and the flush valve. It's really super easy to do. I mean, it's literally like a 15 or you know minute job, maybe 20 minute job. The only place you can get yourself in trouble and you'll know right away is if you turn the water off to the toilet and the valve doesn't turn off all the way, well, you're going to know that. And if that happens, then turn the main valve off to the house before you take the water connection apart. But it's really not that hard to do. and You'll have total control over how much water goes in that toilet and how quick it fills back up. And when you replace that flush valve, you could be losing some water too. I would expect an eight-year-old flush valve to probably leak a lot. 
and you wouldn't know it. You get this condition called ghost flushing, which basically means it sort of fills up on its own whenever it wants to because the seal is leaking. So those are some pretty easy home improvements to do, Paul, and I think that's going to probably solve your, your issue. Okay, excellent, because, because as a matter of fact, now, now that you've mentioned it, it does have a tendency to trickle a little bit now, as in like the, the uh, float isn't coming up all the way. Yeah, exactly. All part of the wear and tear of the most heavily used and most misunderstood <laughs> and appliance most in the house. Underappreciated. Underappreciated as well. That's right. Yes, yes. And with and with four kids in the house, uh, it definitely gets a workout. It gets its oh, workout. Man. I thought it was like four years overdue. With four kids, it's like twelve years overdue. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right, now we have Dale from Arkansas who has a decorative question. What happened? You painted some paneling and now it's fallen off? Basically, that's what's happening. Uh, I used a sand uh, paint finish, and uh, and uh, it was all right for about three months, and then it just started to bow and come off of the wall. So the paneling itself? Yes, the paneling is actually separating from the wall and... Boeing and uh, all the seams have uh, busted apart, and uh, I'm looking for a solution short of removing the paneling and refinishing the walls. Maybe your paneling's trying to tell you something, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> the 70s are over. That's right, Dale. It's time to put me to rest. I've served too long. And well, it's time at least for it's upgrade. telling you that the paneling isn't attached in such a horrible way that it's unable to come off the wall. Yeah, actually, that could be good news because you can't tell you how many questions you get about from people that want to actually replace their paneling. Um, it sounds to me like for whatever reason you're getting expansion contraction that this thing is popping off. Is there anything else structurally going on that we ought to know about? Any moisture problems, foundation movement, cracks, shifts, anything different in the environment of this particular room that could cause this movement? Uh, not to my knowledge, it, uh, the the, uh, the area is uh, very high humidity, and uh, I have uh, two air conditioning units in the, in, the, in the house. Yeah, in one breath you say not to your knowledge, in the other breath you say high, <laughs> high humidity, humidity, two air conditioning <laughs> units turning away. High humidity is going to make stuff swell. Well, and another thing with those paint finishes that have the sand in it, they tend to be very, very moist because there's so much sand in the finish itself. I mean, basically, they're just adding sand to the paint compound. So what's happening is there might just be a lot of moisture still contained within that sand, especially since it's such a humid room that it's just causing the paneling to become totally inundated with moisture. Or the moisture can get behind the treatment and therefore be trapped in the paneling, and that makes it even worse. Um, if you're looking for a solution, my only suggestion would be that as these sheets loosen up... That take you advantage can, of it. Yeah, take advantage. Well, if you don't want to take it all the way down, what I was going to suggest, Leslie, is to do what we, we really hope you never ever find when you want to remove paneling, and that is to put glue, glue it. behind it. Oh, I'm not listening. But if you put glue behind it, remember, if you ever decide to take that down, gonna you're going to have a big stinking mess, and you're not going to be able to repair the walls. If you use like a liquid nail or something like that behind it. seems to me the paneling was put up to hide a multitude of sins. Okay. Or, or someone that's lazy and doesn't want to repaint. Uh, so I'm, you know, I... I I was trying to uh, do the economical thing and 
and paint the paneling and hide it. Well, I think you might find that removing that paneling, that was a very popular product for many, many years. It's not that terrible of a job, and the walls may not be in horrible shape when you get it done. If it's coming off so easily, it might be pretty easy to pull that stuff down, simply spackle the holes, prime the walls, and then I would put a good quality flat finish on it. If you choose an, a flat enamel, the difference between regular flat and flat enamel is that flat enamel is washable. I would not use anything with a sheen to it. Even a slight sheen is going well, to show. Well, because any sheen will show any sort of markations on the wall, whether it's a ding, a dent, a scratch, you'll see it. Exactly. So use a flat enamel, which is a good quality flat. And I think you're going to be very happy and find that it's not that terrible of a job, especially if these walls are coming off right now. Even the sand treatment, you can get that. It's a flat finish, but it has a texture to it. So if you can ensure that it will have proper drying time, that will also go a long way to hide any sort of marring on the wall itself. Yeah, yeah but whatever you do, make sure you put a primer on there first because that's going to neutralize what whatever, whatever was there first, and it will assure that whatever paint or sand treatment that you put on there sticks properly. Okay, Dale? Oh, I was hoping for a easier solution. Uh, I just, uh, I did crown molding and the whole bit. Oh, and man. Now, I, now I'm back to square one. Well, but you, know you remember the story about uh, the little Abner comic strip? Yeah. The little guy that ran around with the little black cloud raining on him all the time? <laughs> Is that what you feel? That's the story of my life, it seems like. Well, let's, let's try to change your luck and make it not the story of your home improvement life, Dale. Let's bite the bullet on this one and go ahead and pull that paneling down. You can save the crown molding and put it back up when you're done. It's just going to actually be a little bit... Uh, shy. It'll be a little bit shy, that's right. It'll be but a little that's bit okay, because so you, you can, can still utilize the corners and just right. on your longer runs do a scarf joint. Exactly, exactly. So you could actually still use the molding. That's right. All right, Dale, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit, eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. So are you thinking of painting? Say you're doing some carpeting, maybe you're gonna be laying down some wood floor. Well let us do the math for you. Check out moneypit.com for estimators and calculators on everything from project budgets to exactly how much paint you'll need to get that job done. It's in the estimator and calculator section of moneypit.com. Hey Tom. Yeah. Tell me, please, that you don't still have Super Bowl party leftovers in your fridge. No, I, I changed them. I, I took them out. But as I was removing them, I noticed that that shade of green was exactly <laughs> what I was looking for for the master bedroom. And so I quick grabbed my paint chart, <laughs> compared the mold to the paint color. Well, you know, and now if I you know. bring that mold to some, you know, any sort of large home improvement store, they might even be able to match a paint to that. So That's you don't even true. need you to get out your paint samples. Can you scan my mold, please? <laughs> Ugh, gross. <laughs> well, like hopefully color. your Super Bowl leftovers are not still in your fridge. It's been a long time, folks. Throw them out. Well, we'll tell you how to create a yummy smell instead of that disgusting, moldy, bad food smell. Something that might even remind you of something your grandma made. Well, we'll tell you how to spruce up that stinky fridge after this. Dear John Deere, I just love my new John Deere 100 series riding mower. I was positively thrilled when I felt the added performance of that exclusive John Deere engine powered by Briggs & Stratton. And when I saw how great my lawn looked, I got so excited I mowed every lawn on the block. And now we just have to figure out who wins the Yard of the Month award. All the best, Hank. 
Find a retailer near you or check out the new 100 series at johndeere.com today. So I finally found the perfect house for you. Isn't it cute? Hardwood floors, remodeled kitchen, and look at that metal roof. Gee. <laughs> a metal roof? It looks so natural. It's gorgeous. Wow. Plus, metal roofing increases the value of your home and can reduce energy costs. Impressive. Now, about the kitchen. It's also maintenance-free and stands up to hail, high winds, and wildfires. So, ready to make an offer? Well, we'd like to look inside first. <laughs> really? Why? People who know about metal roofing love metal roofing. We call it investment-grade roofing because it adds value to your home and pays for itself many times over. In addition, it's built to endure for decades. To learn more, visit metalroofing.com. Did you know that you can qualify for a federal tax credit of up to $500 when you buy an Energy Star metal roof? It's one more reason to consider durable and beautiful investment-grade metal roofing. For details or to find a contractor in your area, log on to metalroofing.com. Did you know that the air inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside? No matter how clean you keep your home, it's littered with harmful contaminants like viruses, bacteria, and mold, pet dander, dust, and pollen. Contaminants that cause illness and make allergies and asthma much more severe. Thankfully, there's a way to make your home healthy. The April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. Using the best air cleaning technology available, April Air is the only whole home air cleaner that effectively removes harmful contaminants, even viruses, from the air your family breathes. And that makes your whole home a comfortable, healthy place to be. Your family deserves the best, so why not give them the best? Make your whole home healthier with the April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. 8 piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. Ryobi. Exclusively at the Home Depot. of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Peerless. If you're putting in a new bathroom or kitchen faucet, Peerless can help you with every step, including the hardest one, getting that old faucet out. For a complete undo-it-yourself guide, visit the Peerless Faucet Coach at faucetcoach.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, one money pit Well, with a full house like mine, with wife, three children, and a large dog named Spot. <laughs> the fridge always seems to have a few science experiments going on inside. But there is a great way to freshen it up, folks. A little vanilla extract goes a long way. Mm, it smells so good. Yeah, it does. It smells like cookies and removing musty mildew smells from your refrigerator. Here's what you do. For a fresh start, you simply empty your refrigerator and clean all the surfaces with a solution of water and baking soda. And then soak a paper towel with vanilla and leave it in the fridge overnight. 
Come on back the next morning. You'll be greeted with a very fresh, delicious scent that will make you want to go out and get some donuts. Mmm, I can smell it already. That smells fantastic. Well, for a fresh look instead of a scent in your bathroom, call us now and get on on this great prize giveaway we're offering. If you ask your question on the air, you'll be entered for a chance to win a Peerless two-handle chrome lavatory faucet. It's now, worth Leslie, $65. What, what exactly is a lavatory? Mm, it's a laboratory. <laughs> it's the bathroom. The bathroom, the bathroom. Because I seem to recall that, you know, that's a word we don't use too often. It's not in my daily vocabulary. A lavatory. Pardon me, may I use your lavatory? Oh, your lavatory is so beautiful. It's not institutional <laughs> at all, like the name implies. Uh, excuse me, do you have a lavatory in this restaurant? <laughs> Où est le lavatory, s'il vous plaît? Gosh, before I before I have another beer, I really have to use the lavatory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bath faucet, I guess, right? <laughs> all, all right, right well, right. we're going to give you a bath faucet if you call a two-handle chrome bathroom faucet. How's that? <laughs> all right, that'll do. I think enough said. Let's get back to the phones. One eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. All right, now we're going to go to Alaska. Frank, what's going on out there? Hi, thank you so much. You sound so close. I do sound close, don't I? Well, you never can tell. Alaska's a big state, and I have two questions for you, if you have the time. We sure do. What can we do for you? Well, I am building a new house, and my first question is about putting in a fire sprinkler system. I understand there's some type of national or federal code for putting in a sprinkler system. Uh, I, however, do not want to spend that kind of money. I want certain areas of the house protected. Okay, and so so certain areas you want sprinkled and some areas you don't want sprinkler protected. That's correct. Okay. Uh, would that be illegal? Well, that's a question for your local code authority, um, but considering the fact that I don't think that home sprinklers are required, then you probably have the option of putting in a partial system if you choose to do that. People make economic choices like that every day, and as long as an entire system is not required and it's a residence, then I don't see why you can't do it in a partial basis. That's wonderful, and that was my logic uh, as applied to that issue. The second question is we have, as you can imagine, uh, electricity outages from time to time. And I would also like to put in an emergency gas light system, the type they probably still put in um, motorhomes. You mean a gas light for, like, illumination? Yes. What well, about an I emergency would, generator? Yeah, exactly. Well, that will go in there, too. However, if the outage is long enough, there may not be enough gasoline. Well, I have a, I have a better idea for you. How about natural gas generator? Have you ever heard of one of those? Uh, no, but out here we don't have natural gas. We only have propane. Ah, we'll see. Wow. Propane may not be a bad way to go, too. I, I personally have I have a natural gas backup generator and i of course am on the other side of the country in the east coast and if the power in my home were to go off uh, it can be repowered within about 15 seconds and we can repower almost all of the circuits in the house now 
if uh, propane is something that is reasonably abundant there and you have a large tank on your property, um, that might be a possibility. Um, I am really not familiar uh, with any type of gas light system enough to recommend it, really. I mean, frankly, the only time I've seen gas lights is uh, when I'm in these quaint uh, romantic uh, places like Williamsburg, Virginia, or a place like that, you know? I mean, I can't imagine I would really want to have any kind of gaslight inside my house. I mean, I would be fearful that it would be very, very dangerous, not to mention the fact that you have the venting issue. I mean, look at the propane uh, lights that are used for camping. Those are extremely hot, and you can't use them in an enclosed space. Right. However... The propane I would be using would be the same propane that I use to run my kitchen stove and my dryer. Yes, but, you know, again, you have a venting issue. And, but those and, are all and, properly vented to the outside. Well, not necessarily. I mean, a stove and a dryer don't use so much um, propane that they have to be vented externally. And they're not in, constantly using it. Yeah, exactly. So I would not recommend a gaslight. I mean, I, I would look for backup generation Either gasoline, where you can store the gasoline and always keep some available, or propane, or perhaps you can use a model that does both. But I would definitely not uh, be very comfortable with any kind of gas light inside the house in an emergency. Okay, Frank, our two cents for what it's worth. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. I mean, especially in Alaska, they're probably freezing their butts off. So they're, you know, so sealed up in that house. You wouldn't want to bring one of those light fixtures in there. Yeah, it could become a carbon monoxide issue very, very quickly. I think if I was him, I would, and, and most, I think most folks that, that use that much propane have a very, very large propane tank. We're not talking about the 20-gallon. <laughs> it's not like your barbecue. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a very large tank, and I, I think I would ver- I would vote for a, a propane backup generator probably as being the best option. So if all of those houses that are just regularly for sale on the market aren't your style and you've been saving up and saving up to have that dream home of yours built from scratch, well, dream homes, custom-built dream homes actually, are a reality for thousands of Americans every day. But what happens when that dream becomes a nightmare because of shoddy construction? You know, it's sort of the uh, people have the new car syndrome when they buy a new house. They think it's going to be just like that, that really fresh new car smell. Which oh, is, and it never is. Which is actually, I think, toxic chemicals, but who's <laughs> counting? <laughs> which still make you like brainwashed <laughs> to think that it's something you like. That's right. You're like, hmm, I love you can it. You buy that to like put in <laughs> your, you know, your 1994 Chevy and make it smell new again if you want. But anyway, if you're having a new home built, coming up next, we're going to tell you how to make sure it will not fall down right around you after you move in. You don't want to miss this. This portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by April Air developers of Intelligent Zone Comfort Control Systems. April Air's professionally installed zone control systems allow you to maintain the perfect temperature all day, every day, in every room of your home. The system works automatically to correct air distribution problems, 
eliminating hot and cold spots. With April Air zoning control systems, you'll immediately feel more comfortable, save energy, and save money. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Well, new construction has been booming across the country as builders take advantage of home buyers looking for that dream house while interest rates are low. But new homes come with their own set of problems. Where is it most likely to go wrong? That's right. You know, when you buy a new house, you have this vision of it's going to be absolutely perfect. But uh, a new house is not always like a new car. You can have water coming into your home from the faulty installation of doors and windows. And the walls are almost never square. Exactly. Well, joining us now to tell us how to avoid problems with new construction, whether it's a new home or actually a renovation to an existing one, is CEO and founder of Quality Built, Stan Lur. Hi, Stan. Welcome to the Money Pit. Hi, Tom. Glad to be with you. So, Stan, Tom and I were debating before we got you on the line a little bit about exactly what it is that you do. Are you on site during the construction process or are you the next generation of home inspector? Well, it, it's it's kind of a whole new uh, realm out in the building industry. The uh, the builder uh, hires our services to uh, assist them and kind of be a second set of eyes and ears for the for the home builder. You know, this is all in addition to the uh, to the government inspections that the builder may be uh, obligated under you know under the local local rules. Well, that's interesting because having spent twenty years as a home inspector, I never felt that builders totally welcomed the oversight of, of, of a third-party inspector. So you must be a bit of a miracle worker. But I think it makes a lot of sense because, you know, it's less expensive for the builders to build it right. It makes uh, a better property for the home buyer, and there are going to be fewer complaints, which means the builder doesn't have to come back a lot. You bet. It's all about really uh, how to deliver a better quality product. And what home builders have realized is that, uh, um, gosh, it is so important to deliver the highest quality the first time out. You know, you don't get that second chance to make a, a really good first impression. So home builders are uh, taking on more and more liability, and uh, as a result, they get greater insurance incentives, and it's all about money. Uh, you can save a lot of money by building it right the first time. You know, in many parts of this country, there is sort of a standard 10-year warranty that builders have to subscribe to and pass on to their homeowners. And the problem with that, though, is, and I actually, in one of my many jobs before I got to this microphone, I actually act as, as an arbitrator for that warranty program. And I used to get called in when there were disputes between homeowner and builder. And you could see that these disputes started with, with the most pleasant of correspondence that went back and forth and ended up with them calling each other names. <laughs> Very but, bitter correspondence. Right, exactly. But the problem was that the builders sell these 10-year warranties or are required to provide these 10-year warranties, and they kind of wrap it around the, the homeowner like it's a warm blanket. But the truth is it's really more of a wet blanket. There's a lot of coverage that falls off very, very quickly on those, and there are also a lot of times, time frames that if you don't report your problems uh, in the right time frames, they expire, the coverage expires. For example, if you uh, may have a situation where, um, say, a mechanical problem is only covered for a year, and if it breaks after the year, if you haven't reported it within the first year, it's not covered. So, Stan, do you have any experience with those warranties? you understand what I'm talking about? And how can homeowners get a little better coverage than what's, what's the minimum? Uh, I sure do, and, and I don't have good news to report, Tom. Uh, uh, my experience and, and many 
hundreds of builders across the country uh, experiences the same, and that is if you write down a list of the most common types of defects that can occur, uh, a broken pipe in the middle of your foundation, a, uh, a leaky window, you know, problems with your ice maker in your refrigerator, and then go back to those policies and actually look what they cover, you'll be really surprised at what, uh, what they don't cover. They, they seem to cover uh, such uh, um, uh, amazingly uh, obtuse examples that just no, no homeowner would ever have that kind of problem. I, I've had personal experiences with them uh, where the refrigerator breaks down and they come out and they basically try to explain to you all of the reasons why it's not covered. We don't really recommend those kinds of policies over good customer service. A home has, has components that, that, that are expected to fail. You, you will have things that, that are out of warranty. Where, where Quality Built comes in to play is helping the builder build the best quality home, the, the, the hidden components, the flashing systems, the foundation, the reinforcement steel, making sure that these components are installed properly and to the, to the uh, manufacturer's installation instructions. We know, Stan, that's the economic incentive that builders have, to do it once, do it right, and not do it again. I mean, that is what is in the best interest of both the homeowner and the home builder. Don't you agree? Oh, I, I think if builders really started to describe how much effort they put in that's above code, uh, Tom, we like, we like to say that building a house to code is the lowest quality house you're legally able to build. You know what I, I call that? I say building a house to code is like giving a D. Imagine if your if your child came home and said, "Guess what, Pop? I got a D." That's right. We <laughs> you know? should all be running and congratulating each other, right? Yeah, exactly. But the reality is that that uh, consumers don't ask for any more, uh, and uh, I think uh, smarter consumers really are looking to those builders that are asking for the the hidden concepts of details. Is my framing built according to the plans? Do all of the structural connectors, you know, are are they in place? Have you tested my mechanical system so that when I come and move into this house, it's not too big or so small that it never really heats or cools my house? These are comfort and durability and safety issues that are not usually described in a brochure, but that, you know, make, it just makes such a huge difference between you loving your house and telling friends about it and just being really kind of just generally okay with your house. The, the great home builders are doing this, and we're seeing more and more of them uh, get on board and also reaping the benefits. It's, it's, it's a money-saving uh, environment for them as well because insurance is more available to those home builders, and they end up with a lot less customer service problems. And everybody walks away a winner. And that's the whole, that's the whole idea. Stan Lure, CEO of Quality Built. Thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. If you want some more information on the quality assurance programs that are available perhaps to your builder, you can go to their website at qualitybuilt.com. All right, Stan, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Well, do you have too many tools? Hey, that's a good problem to have. When we come back, we'll shed some light on a good place to keep them. When you took your first steps or drove your first car, there was someone there to coach you through it. But when it's time to put a new faucet in, it's just you, a confusing set of instructions, and that nervous, gnawing feeling in your belly. That's where I come in. As the Peerless Faucet Coach, I can help you through every step of your installation, starting with the hardest part, getting the old faucet out. For a free undo-it-yourself guide, visit faucetcoach.com. Then get ready to turn your dreams into hot and cold running reality. Over the course of 50 years, you could have three children. You could buy nine cars. 
you could take 66 vacations. You could own seven pets. And you could need only one roof, provided you invest in a metal roof. Metal roofing is investment-grade roofing because it pays you back over time. It stands up to rain, hail, high winds, and wildfires, and is built to endure for decades. Plus, metal roofing is available in all kinds of beautiful colors and styles. To learn more about investment-grade roofing, visit MetalRoofing.com and see how, over time, a metal roof can save you enough money to pay for a lot of those vacations. In many parts of the country, a metal roof can help to reduce your home energy bills over the course of the year. It's one more reason to consider durable and beautiful investment-grade metal roofing. For details or to find a contractor in your area, log on to MetalRoofing.com. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. We're all looking for ways to get more mileage from a gallon of gas. I'm Energy Secretary Sam Bodman with steps you can take to save money by getting the most out of every gallon of gas that you buy. First, keeping your car tuned and in proper working condition can improve gas mileage by up to 40%. Replacing your air filter and keeping tires properly inflated improves fuel efficiency. When you can, avoid idling your car. Running your engine when you're not moving wastes gas and money. Obey the speed limit. Speeding reduces fuel mileage by up to 23%. Your gas mileage decreases rapidly once you get above 60 miles an hour. You have the power to make a difference. By taking these steps, you can save money and help our nation reduce its energy use. For more tips on saving money at the gas pump, please visit our website at www.energy.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. This portion of the Money Pit is sponsored by John Deere. John Deere has a whole new line of riding lawnmowers called the 100 Series. Every 100 Series comes with an exclusive John Deere engine powered by Briggs & Stratton and can be purchased at the Home Depot. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, one money pit you got a question, you can call us right now, 888-666-3974. You can pick up that phone 24 hours a day, 365 days a week, and a live, yes, a live Money Pit screener. We never let them sleep, folks. We'll be standing by <laughs> to take your question, one eight 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 money pit Or you can email them. That's to, you whipping at them. Right. Answer the phone. Answer the phone. That's right. No, you can't sleep. <laughs> or you can email us to helpme at moneypit.com. So you got too many tools. That's a good problem to have. Or you could be like me and have... Too many bicycles, too many <laughs> swimming pools, kiddie pools, rakes, stuff like that, and no place to put them. Well, where do I put them? The same place you might put them, in a shed. A shed is a great storage building, and it's a great home improvement to tackle. But before you buy or you build your own, it's important you check local building codes for restrictions and permit requirements. You know, I got in trouble for this once. Really? Yeah. I took down an old shed, 
and I put up a new one. And I mean, you wouldn't even think that a shed constitutes any sort of living space that would even be of care to the village. Well, you know what? This shed was like visible when you drove by my house, like if you happen to look behind that house. And so the code inspector was driving around my town. And of course, he never noticed the shed I'd had there for like 40 years. But your years. shiny new beautiful right. one. But as soon as I took it down, started putting up a frame wall, oh, got to get a permit for that. I'm like, but I'm just replacing the one that was there, which was dangerously and neat, and which was dangerous because it could fall down at any minute. It's like, too bad, you got to get a permit. So I went and got my permit. He made me draw it out. And then he said he would get back to me when it was time. Even though it was just a storage facility? I had to draw out the footprint of the shed. I had to spec out the walls. So, well, I'll review the plan as soon as I can get to it. I'm like, review the plan? I just took 15 minutes of the counter and drew it. Can't you just look at it right now and go, okay? No, you have to wait your turn. So, like, you know, you have all these, like, condominium complexes and single-family houses and commercial <laughs> buildings. Like, he's got to get through to all of those plans. And your tiny sees... little shed. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> don't well, do his... Well, Mr. Don't... Kreitler, you're on the top of my list today, I yeah, promise apparently. you. <laughs> yeah, see if I can get to you before my coffee break. <laughs> I think well, he was trying to teach me a lesson, don't you? I think so. It sounds like it. All right. So make sure you think about that before you get started. But another thing to think about is also what is your shed going to be made of? In addition to wood and building your own, you can actually buy prefabricated sheds made of metal or vinyl. A lot of great choices out there. So choose wisely and you'll have years of satisfaction in store and you won't have problems like Tom. So take you that could, into note. You could probably you know, take your old shed down overnight and put the new one up before... <gasps> daylight and he'll oh. never notice it. Do you know how many people are writing this down and they're coming to find you? You're going to get in big trouble. Well, let's get back to legal renovations. Uh, one would be a bathroom remodel. Good idea. And you, know, <laughs> you know, you don't have to worry about permits for that unless you're dealing with plumbing and electricity. See, Leslie, this is how I can tell you're becoming much more experienced as a radio host. You can segue into this from anywhere. Yeah, I'm trying to get you off. <laughs> I'm getting you out of jail. Don't call me when they arrest you. Okay, folks, a bathroom model is a great investment, especially when you use quality products. If you call us now and you can get in on a great prize giveaway that will update the look of your bathroom and it's free. If you get on the air, you'll be eligible for a peerless two-handle chrome lavatory faucet. Bathroom faucet. It's a lavatory (laughs) faucet. Bathroom. Worth 65 bucks. It features a teapot-inspired design. The lever handles also come with a set of porcelain inserts that will coordinate any decor. And like all Peerless products, this faucet is engineered for durability. And if you win and need help with installation, guess what? Peerless will stay with you through every single step, offering plain spoken advice and helpful tips at www.faucetcoach.com. But you know what? It also says here that if you would like your instructions in Pig Latin, they'll do so also. Or Leslie will translate for you. <laughs> 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Let's get back to giving some real home improvement advice. Call us now. Hazel in Minnesota has a question about mold in her cistern. What can we do for you? What I was wondering, I have a cistern that we used to use but now we drained it, and uh, I'm using a water softener. So do I have to worry about mold getting into this cistern? Well, it's not part of your domestic water system any longer, is it? You're not using it for drinking water, correct? No, it, it was just like an empty room in the basement, you know. Yeah. No, you shouldn't have to worry about it. It's If it's a concrete surface, there's no organic material to grow mold. 
you know, if it was covered with any sort of a, of a drywall surface, if you converted it from, from its use originally as a cistern to any kind of finished living space, then you'd have to worry about it. Yeah, no, it's just like cement blocks, you know. Yeah, you really don't have to worry about it. If it's not, if it's not a, if, if it has no organic material on it, you don't have to worry about it causing mold. It's dried now, right? It's all drained out? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be an issue, Hazel. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Water heaters are, by their very nature, not very smart. In fact, they're the dumbest appliance in the house. Why is that? Well, because they're on all the time. Now, one listener emailed us about installing a tankless system. It's a very cost-effective way to go, but is it the right water heater for you? We'll answer that question next. Portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by Ryobi, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. Ryobi Power Tools, pro features, affordable prices. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, one 888 You can also email us to helpme at moneypit.com. Let's get right to the email bag. All right, this one's from Paul in Defuniac Springs, Florida. I hope I said that right for all you Floridians down there. I've been looking at tankless hot water heaters and was just wondering which brand is best and which application is suited for a two-bedroom, two-bath home. Good question. Hmm, very interesting question, Paul. Tankless water heaters rock, in and my opinion. you love them. I love tankless water heaters. Why? Because regular water heaters are dumb. They basically <laughs> stay hot all the time. Water That's heaters how... are crying all across America That's now. That's right. I'm hurting the water heater's feelings. Well, you set the temperature at, say, if you're doing it right, maybe around 110 or 120 degrees because you don't want to scald your family. This would be bad. But then it keeps the water at that temperature whether you need it or not. Now, you could have an electric water heater, and if you were smart enough to have it on a timer, that would be a good thing. But for Yeah, the most otherwise part, your bills are expensive. Yeah, but for the most part, people don't do that. They, they basically leave it on all the time. A tankless water heater works quite differently, that it basically heats water on demand. So it only heats water when you actually need it. There How are does a lot it work of, exactly? Well, it basically has a heat exchanger that um, gets hot, and so as the water passes through it, it, it makes that cold water hot in an instant, and sends it down the line. So it basically heats it as it goes through that heat exchanger and enables it to deliver it on demand. It gives you a lot of control so you can control temperature. Your question, Paul, is what's the best brand? You know, there are a lot of great brands out there. Renai is a good brand. There are many good brands. There's a website they have called foreverhotwater.com, which is cool because there's actually a sizing chart there. You can figure out what size you need. But it doesn't matter if you have two baths, three baths, four baths, or five baths. You simply buy the unit that's correctly sized for it. Now, remember that these are going to be more expensive than standard water heaters. So you're going to have to kind of do a cost-benefit analysis. But in the end run, I think they're a good deal. Yeah, and they're small enough. So in some cases, depending on the size you need for your home, you can even wall mount these. It's a great improvement to make, and it'll be energy savings in the long run. Well, we get many questions on this program about what the best home improvement might be when it comes time to resell your house. There is one, though, far and above if you are reselling your house, and it happens to be 
nice out, like, you know, spring or summer or early fall, that absolutely positively gives you the best return on investment. And that is the topic of today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Well, if you're planning on selling your home anytime soon, curb appeal is one of the most important things to consider. Think about it, folks. The outside of your house is the first thing they see. Experts agree that the best way to improve your home's first impression and increase your asking price is to invest in a landscaping upgrade. In fact, studies show spending just as much as $500 on your lawn, plants, and flowers can add as much as $5,000 to the final sale price. Not a bad return. Pretty good deal. While you're at it, consider planting trees on the south and west sides of your home. The leafy shades will keep your home cool in the summer, and bare or budding branches will let in the sunshine for warmth during the winter months. This instant energy saver can take root and become a key selling point as well, and it only improves over time. So think about it. Curb appeal can't beat that fresh landscaping when you're putting that place on the market. You want to get those drive-bys. You want people to slow down. And you and only have to keep them look. alive until you sell the house. That's true. That's true. You know, <laughs> Even I could do that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for stopping by this hour of the program. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Remember, the website is moneypit.com. Hey, coming up next week on the program, we're going to tell you what to look for when shopping for replacement windows. Speaking of great home improvements, it's a great spring home improvement project, and with the new energy tax credits for certain window replacements, there has never been a better time. But if you're wondering which windows are going to give you the best energy efficiency, well, we're going to dive into that topic in a big way next week on The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.